Perhaps it's a natural instinct, but many of us seem to excel in overcomplicating things. Yeah, that's me. Uh, we like to think that more is better, but that's not the case when it comes to helping people make choices. In this episode, we're going to talk about how many choices we should offer people. In the year 2000, a professor from Columbia University undertook what has become known as the JAM study. In this study, Sheena Iyengar and her colleagues first displayed 24 jam jars in a busy supermarket in California, which amazingly already carried 348 varieties of jam, and they encouraged shoppers to taste them for free. This abundance of choice saw 60% of customers stopping and tasting the jam. However, only a measly 3% made a purchase. 3%, John, that's not very much. Anyway, next, the researchers set up the display with just six jam jars and stood back to see what would happen. This time, only 40% of the customers stopped for a free taste, but astoundingly, the purchases went up tenfold to 30%. She's published numerous journal articles about this topic and also a book, The Art of Choosing. What does it mean for us as enablers of change? Sometimes we think it's helpful to list all the various alternatives, even if there are dozens of them. Perhaps we think this shows how much we know about a topic. But if we're wanting to help people make decisions, then less is often more. If we can, we should only um, just offer a few options, ideally between three and six. If there are indeed a lot of options, such as which new crop to plant, there are ways to simplify the complex situation. We could group some of the options together, such as winter crops or summer crops, and then within those have other groupings, such as whether they're salt tolerant or not. That then provides a series of smaller choices. So we need to stop providing so many options that it overwhelms our clients. Sheena suggests a few ways to take the pain out of decision-making. Firstly, cut back the number of options we provide. Less really is more. Secondly, make things concrete so that people can better understand the differences between the choices and associated consequences. Thirdly, categorize the products so it reduces the actual number of items being considered. We should mention that there have been some critics of this research. In 2010, Benjamin Schoenbein published a meta-analysis which showed that in similar experiments, there was on average a nil effect. However, the actual results were quite varied, where sometimes increased choice resulted in, in increased sales and other times decreased sales. The same author was involved in another study where the results showed a too much choice effect when alternatives were differentiated on many attributes, but not when the alternatives were differentiated on just a few attributes. On a different note, we'd like to acknowledge that Sheena, the author of the initial work, is blind and has been so since the age of 16. She actually has a rare genetic condition that degraded her retinas, so by the age of nine, she could no longer read. And then on top of that, her father had a heart attack and died when she was just 13 years old. We admire her courage and tenacity. Oh, wow, Denise, that's just amazing. Well, folks, you've heard our thoughts. Now we'd like to hear yours. Add a comment below the blog post and tell us about your experiences with offering too many choices, including any tips and further ideas about it.
We don't want this just to be a one-way conversation. Join in by sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. Thanks, folks, for joining us on this Enablers of Change episode. Remember to subscribe to our newsletter if you'd like to know when new episodes are available. And if you liked what you've heard, there's just one thing we'd ask you to do. Tell your friends so they can join in the conversation. <laughs> I see what you did there, Denise. Okay, folks, all the best until we meet again.